Welcome, hunters, to SideQuest, episode three. Um, yeah. So today we're talking about Rebel Galaxy, um, a, I don't know, would you call it an indie game? Um, I wouldn't call it an indie game so much as just maybe kind of like a, an A game. Not a triple A game, not even a double A game, but not just, a B game. Just kind of, it's it's there. It's a game. It, yeah. Well, um, it is on PC. Um, is is it on a console? Because I, I we, uh, we both played it on PC. I know. Yes. So from what I could find, it's on PS4 and Xbox, as well as I think PS3 and 360. I'm not 100 percent on that one though. Okay. Yeah. This isn't like a brand new spanking game. Um. Uh. So this was what I chose out of a list with uh, Toaster's suggestions. Um. Which he seemed to really want to do this one, so I picked it. And yes. We started playing it. Um, so. so I guess initial thoughts or impressions from me is I don't like it. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I kind of saw that coming, but I wasn't 100%. I don't like space. I don't like cowboys. And it felt like a bunch of fetch quests. Yeah. So <laughs> so be- before we go any further real quick, so we can give a quick rundown to this people, this game who haven't looked it up yet. Right. Um. Rebel Galaxy is is one of those uh, I hate to say space western after exactly what you said, but yeah, kind of space western games, yep. kind of like Elite <laughs> Dangerous, kind of like Star Citizen, pretty much any space game where it's you can do what you want. You can be a traitor, a smuggler, assassin, thief, pirate, uh, mercenary. It's like space truck driver if you <laughs> if you want to be a space truck driver. It, it, it it's is. it's like Firefly without the character development. Or the um, action, or the play. <laughs> uh, the one thing that sets it apart from all the rest is it is a 2D plane. You don't go up or down, so you could technically yes. have had a top-down view of this game. But right. um, It's also kind of more of a warship style. So you're not flying little fighters and stuff. You're flying big warships and cruisers with True. big broadside cannons. So that's the main appeal. Not, you know, oh, quick face space combat. But no, you are an admiral with your mighty ship. And, little spoilers, I love space. Space is freaking cool. So any game that involves space, generally I end up taking to very well. I'm quite the opposite. Um, I can give my first impressions, although it's not first because I had played this game before. I enjoy it. It does seem a little bit samey, cause, unfortunately, because the game it is kind of one of those. It has a storyline, but really you kind of have to make your own game, make your own fun. Like right. my goal was always just trying to get a bigger, better ship or finding a new playstyle I wanted to try out. But right. you can absolutely blow through this game if you just don't care about any of that. And uh, doing missions gets uh, a lot of the missions. There's like four mission types in the entire game. <laughs> yeah, there's, I think I ran across all of them. Uh, there's a uh, go somewhere and blow up a ton of people. Go somewhere and guard somebody from getting blown up by a ton of people, which usually involves blowing up a ton of people. Yes. Um, go somewhere and buy something and bring it back. Or the one I personally enjoy, the dead drops, where they say, hey, there's an item floating out in space. We need you to go get it. Also, there's like two or three other people who want this item. 
you can show right. up there, hoover up or blow up everybody and then hoover up the item, or you can do like I do. Show up, burn all your boosters to grab the item, then just haul ass out of there <laughs> and don't fight a single person. Yeah. Yeah. There was <laughs> I did do I think two of those. So aside from the space and cowboys, was there anything else you particularly did not enjoy about it? Random encounters with people that are way stronger than you. Oh yeah. I forgot there's pirate there's pirate lords in this system. <laughs> yeah, so like um so you're flying around and you have like random encounters, distress signals and that kind of stuff. And I mean, I'm going to be honest here, I didn't get that far. Uh, <laughs> um I played it uh I probably put a good 20 hours into it, but I mean, I was stuck a lot of the time. I was just sort of drifting out in space like it was it was not um I won't say, like, when I was playing it, I didn't like like it. I'm just saying, like, overall, I was just like, yeah, I probably don't enjoy this game. You know what I mean? It's Wouldn't go back to it. Yeah. Um, the, like, the actual, like, when you're doing well in a fight felt good. But, and I love using the broadsides. The broadsides are so fun. But <laughs> the, 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 like I said, the random encounters with, with space pirates that are, like, uh, your your computer nav system sort of like threat level blue like this is so easy you could just sneeze and they'll die threat level green it's easy yellow this is going to be a tough fight but you'll get through it red run and it was like everything was red it felt like <laughs> i think that that might have been because you hadn't been update upgrading your stuff though too. Right, which was another another problem we were going to get into. I couldn't update <laughs> anything because I didn't have enough money because I didn't know you could do side quests. <laughs> yeah, this game doesn't have many tutorials, and it at no point tells you, hey, you can go to the bar and pick up a billion other quests that all give you money and are just kind of procedurally generated. And that's required in order to get money to upgrade your stuff because otherwise, if you just do the storyline three missions in you get a difficulty red mission <laughs> yes and that's where i never i never got past that mission never oh you never went back and redid it i tried so many ah. times and i still failed even when it was threat level orange or whatever uh so yeah it's a it is if 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 that's not made apparent right at the beginning this game is very not not enjoyable at all because with just the starter level gear, you can't kill something. It's straight up you can't kill things. Um, I mean, you can, but you can kill the little fighter ships, and that's about it. Right. You can't kill um, spacecraft that are at your class or above. Yes, but once you do, like, a mission or two, you upgrade your broadside cannons, upgrade some shields, and things like that. And you, you can actually start holding your own pretty well. Granted... There's still something in the in the first system that you won't be able to kill. Um, I don't I don't know if you ever ran into this. Uh, there are roving convoys across the system. Yeah. And they're like, oh well, this is like there's traders and merchants and uh, there's you know the space police and all that stuff. There are also pirate lords that travel in convoys and they have the biggest ships in the game. And there's like two of those convoys in the starter system. Yeah, I think I ran across one of them. I just turned tail and ran. It was yeah. just like... Because uh, you start out with a ship uh, called a Hammerhead. And the Hammerhead is sort of like your your just standard ship. Well, 
when you see four hammerhead pirates and then three ships that are even bigger, <laughs> it's just not worth it. <laughs> nope. Um, it's time to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, but the, the funny thing is, like, sometimes they would be faster than me, the other hammerheads. So. Oh, yeah. I couldn't, I would just die. Like, they would see me and I would die. And I hit a checkpoint at one point that was, like, already within their aggro. So I was like, I don't, I barely escaped with, like, 2% shields, not shields, hull left uh, one time, which blew all my money to fix everything. So I started from scratch, it felt like, after that. So everybody knows, um... Similar to a lot of space games, you have your shields in your hull. Uh, your shields are actually four sides of you, so if you're getting shot at on the right side, you can just rotate your ship like in space to have the left side facing your enemy. That way it can wear down those shields, and while your right shields come back up. Right. Um, or if you're confident in your hull, which I am never confident in my hull, you can just tank the damage <laughs> to your hull, but you have to actually fix that on your ship later. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I try to avoid hull damage, but it happened a lot. Yeah. One thing that is nice, I w- did want to shift over to the visuals. The game is pretty. Um, the warp effects, I think, are good. Uh, speaking from my experience, because I've gotten farther in the game with several other engines, every engine or every ship has a different engine configuration in the back, and they all look stunning. Yeah. Visually. And when your ship gets damaged, like your hull... Uh, it shows like if you run away with a fight with like three of your four sides like in the dark gray almost invisible which means you're in the bottom 25% of your health like the majority of your ship will kind of be on fire as you're limping away from this fight so you know like yeah I probably should go back and repair and not engage somebody else right yeah I was on fire many times (laughs) Uh, it's just it's a pretty game there's a lot of nice visuals um I still recommend, unfortunately, uh, Fortune had the wonderful experience of playing mouse and keyboard. I'm going to suggest you never do that. It wasn't never. bad. I didn't have any problems with mouse and keyboard. It is significantly easier with a controller, though, I'll say that. At least I okay. think so. And I didn't feel like it was a control issue. <laughs> really? Point. Yeah. Huh. I didn't. <clears throat> but there's there's nebulas and... Of course, rocks that you can mine from and things like that. And you can always do trading runs and things. Yeah, um, pretty much a free reign open world. Just do missions. You know, like one of the the, the, the new age open world games. Like, uh, oh, I keep wanting to say God of War, but that's not it. Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, that style. Yeah. Um, I believe there is, because you have a whole, you have a whole uh, solar system to work with to start off. Um, but it is called Rebel Galaxy for a reason. There are, I believe, eight solar systems, generally. I could be wrong about that, but I think there's eight to finish the game. Okay. It's, no, it's nowhere near the size of some of the other space sims, but it's still pretty big. Um, something else I would liken to would be Dark Star 1. I don't know if anybody or Force One you've ever had a chance to play that one. Nope. <laughs> ah. I avoid space. <laughs> Well, since you didn't, you didn't get that far, it's going to be mostly me talking about this part then. But uh, there's a lot of variety in the weapons. Yeah. Because um, you have your turrets that you can fill up, which those can need to be like close range, almost shotgun style flak turrets for taking down fighters. Or uh, they can have long range pellet systems or even uh, lasers, which I'm particularly I like the lasers. lasers. 
Yeah, I, I, the lasers, they were so good. I didn't like aiming them myself. Like, when they auto-aim, they would take down a fighter with, like, one shot. It was like, okay, that's oh, yeah. that's awesome. Um, That's right, you can take over your, your turrets as well. I prefer to leave them on auto because you can't auto your, automate your uh, broadsides. That's entirely you. So it's best to just control your broadsides and let the turrets do the turret things. Correct. Um, you also have a secondary that you can equip, which... Um, Generally, there's stuff like there, there's either uh, more flak or something like that, or the majority of them are are launchers, and this is where you have like lock-on swarm missile launchers or slow-moving broadside torpedoes that go really slowly, but they go for a long distance and do insane damage to ships. Downside of those is you always have to refill them whenever you stock up, so it ends up kind of being I don't want to say like a spell slot. Yeah, it, it reminds me of spell slots though, where you're like. Oh yeah, we you know you can you can cast these cool spells, but that's not you're not going to survive exclusively on those. You use those in emergencies, right? Um, but I enjoyed the variety they gave, uh, mostly because some of them have. There's not just buy the one with bigger numbers because they have different ranges. Um, lasers actually don't have the farthest range. They have a decent range, um, but not the farthest. The farthest goes to actual physical projectiles. Hmm. So. It depends really on what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, for a while, I was using the closest, um, the broadside guns. I had them right. set to be the, I think it was a version of the Pulse ones, where yeah. they had very tiny range, but they could go really fast. And uh, with the broadsides, you you hold down like the aiming trigger, which is usually like the right mouse button or the left trigger yeah. on your controller. Which focuses them in, and it lets them basically lock on. Right. Um, if you it allows you to it fire the right them at all, really. You can't fire them without focusing them. Uh, you can, actually. Oh, I didn't you, know that. You can just spam the click button, and they will not be accurate, but it'll just kind of shoot off at random angles, which sounds terrible until you get a fast ship and you pull up right next to somebody until like the point where your ship's almost bumping into them. And then mm. you just spam your broadsides, and you will rip someone apart. <laughs> like they can't get that. away and it was it's pretty fun to try doing that because uh, they also have of course different ship sizes you have ones that are small like your starter one and you can actually continue to progress and keep using smaller ships or you can just go full up to like like they don't actually have carriers where you can get, carry other fighters but you can have carrier sized ships that have right. like as you upgrade your ship size, you get more broadside ports or more turrets. And I think some of the end ones have like 10 or 15 broadside ports on, on each side. Yeah. Like I think I remember 15 uh, on one of them. Uh, yeah. The one, the one I was like, okay, I, this is the one I want. If I ever get far enough to buy something was the scarab and the yes. scarab is supposed to be one of the fast ones, but it also has eight turrets on it. And it's like, holy cow, just imagine zipping around and everything's just firing at will for you. And um, you may have done this because, again, they don't teach you how about this. You can hire a mercenary in the game. Yeah, um, I had no idea until you just said that. So similar to, like, you, you mentioned how uh, while you're out, you'd, like, be fighting other ships your size, but they also had the tiny little fighter things. Um, yeah. The mercenary essentially functions as one of those tiny little fighter things, but for you. So okay. you just hire you hire it and it's he's just your buddy. He just chills with you. Um this is the one I think that kind of fell flat in the system. 
you only have to pay him once ever, and he's eternally your friend. Like, huh. you'd think for a mercenary to be like, yeah, you can hire me, and I'll carry out like ten missions with you. But after that, we're done. Nope, you just pay him one time fee, and he's your friend for life. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like the what I like to call the slave trade in Diablo Two with the hirelings. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, correction. He's your friend until he dies. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and then he goes back to the bar, and you can rehire him. Um, but there's a couple different mercenaries, and they they help out quite a bit because they they chase fighters around, get them off your tail, or eventually they'll help you focus fire on one of the big ships too. Nice. Also, if you're trying to run away, they're a really good distraction. <laughs> you just got to go rehire them afterwards. <laughs> well, I found out if you warp away while they're fighting something, they'll accompany you in the warp, even if they were in the middle of fighting something. So a lot of times I'm trying to run away, I'll like tell him, oh, yeah, go attack their capital ship. <laughs> just drive off the other direction. So basically they're pulling a, a, a Star Wars Episode Eight where this light speed through a ship <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i do i did like that scene that um, was it was amazing let's see we talked about graphics oh controls so i actually am not familiar with the mouse and keyboard controls because i remember years ago when i first bought this game i tried it out and i said uh, never again um, um i mean it's pretty standard wsd uh, the the w is going to do your boost uh, a and D are going to steer you left and right, and uh, the mouse is like is your sort of look, um, or aiming if you switch to a turret. Um, hold right click to uh, focus the the broadsides if you're on broadsides, uh, and then left click obviously to use things. Um, but I mean it wasn't really that bad. The only thing that's a little wonky is like E is used for like everything. It feels like. Oh. So picking up items, going into warp speed, um, all that kind yeah. of stuff, and then That's they have like a bunch of radio well. wheels for like communications and that kind of stuff, and pinging, and there was all sorts of like crazy things you could do. Like, hey, I'm gonna send out a sonar and see what's in the area around me. Uh, they call it a pulse, and oh, yeah. they, they tell you to do that quite often. But I didn't really find it all that useful unless I was searching for something. Like, I used it all the time because it tells you where enemies are and it tells you where loot is. And it allows occasionally pick up bounties for you. Hmm. Um, they actually made it so important that it's uh, it's separate button on the controller. Hmm. Uh, on the PS4 controller, you just press the middle of the controller and it goes off. Oh, the big middle touchpad. Yeah. yeah. But we do have the same issue with, uh, I think it's the A button, is warp enter station pick up item and answer hail because yeah you you can talk to enemy ships and they can they can send you a hail as well be like hey we're gonna mess you up (laughs) um what's fun to do is actually if you um they can hail you but you can also hail them randomly so occasionally like you can hail like the pirates that attack and be like back off dude i just (laughs) you have an opportunity to leave and I wasn't at that level, but apparently you can actually get if you're if you get an impressed enough ship, they will straight up be like, "Yeah, we're taking off by." <laughs> Just leave. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also bribe them. You can drop your cargo for them, and they'll actually stop firing at your ship. Uh, hmm. Speaking of dropping cargo, smuggling's a thing in this game. You can absolutely be Han Solo and just go grab illegal goods from all over the system and ship them to places that, uh, you know. 
that really like illegal goods, but that, that they have will buy them. them. Yeah, I, I got the whatever drug that you get. Like, there's like yeah. you can actually get drugs, and I got that from like helping. I did a distress call and they paid me in drugs, and I was like, <laughs> "This is just <laughs> this doesn't feel right." <laughs> so, uh, I had to try to find out somewhere to sell it, and it was. In, I just found another merchant that would buy it. So, fun thing about those, if you uh, are pulling up to a lawful station, if you don't get in this station fast enough, which is why boosts are really helpful, um, in a lawful person, one of the, the co- space cops scans your cargo hold, they'll be like, hey, you have a you have a ping incoming, and they'll lock you out of the station and force you to answer a call. And the mm-hmm. call's like, hey, you know you have illegal stuff, right? And you can either like have it taken away and confiscated. Or you can be like, you'll never take me alive. (laughs) (laughs) In which case, they all auto-fire on you. And you have to, if you're you're trying to not, you know, piss off the the space police too much, you probably shouldn't shoot all their ships and just leave instead. (laughs) Oh, you don't want to fight some of those police ships, too. I saw one. uh, I actually hid behind it because there was pirates chasing me. There's like this gigantic one. It was like a police ship, and it was just like one shot destroying the fighters behind me. It was just like okay, and it was turret shots killing it too. I will point out everything that you see in this game, though you can get that size of a ship yourself. (laughs) Yeah, it was huge. It was a huge ship, and they were like, uh, they were trying to take care of something else. Like the pirates were like, oh no, we're get we're dying, and whatever. And it was like, yeah, I. Yeah, I'm just gonna let you go, and I went around that ship, and I, I boosted off. <laughs> just like, nope, you gotta go around that giant space cruiser if you wanna get me. <laughs> the one thing I hate is when you hail somebody. Um, you have like usually four options: like, hey, you wanna trade? Hey, you have any good rumors? Drop all your goods, sucker! Or bye. Uh, yeah, it's you- very limited in the dialogue. Well, my, my thing is, you can't just press B to leave that dialogue. You have to go down to goodbye. And more than once, I accidentally yelled, a, uh, told a merchant to drop all their shit when I meant to say bye. <laughs> you were the pirate. I see. <laughs> yeah. Merchants and their bodyguards don't like being told to drop your shit. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you I- would not have gotten this, but there's actually factions you can join as well. No, yeah, I they they tell you when you do missions like you've decreased your your standing with this faction or increased it with this faction. So right. I I knew that it was there. I just didn't get into it yet. I went um, beyond that actually. Oh well, yeah, um, I, I get it. Yeah, there's multiple factions. They talk about it in the description of the game. I think. Oh yeah. So the merchant, the only one you can do in the air in the starting area is you can join the Merchants Guild, which gives you access to exclusive ships and stuff from them. And mm. you only have to pay like 10,000 credits to be a permanent member. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> well, considering like three ships down the line, you're starting to pay like... 386,000. Yeah, you're starting... <laughs> that was what I was saving much. up for. I mean, every, every, every credit counts when you're trying to save up for a scarab. <laughs> yeah. So there's now, a lot of... There's a lot of, I think there's like four factions. There's them, mm-hmm. there's the mercenaries, there's the space police, and I think there's a pirate faction that you can okay. join. Yeah, there's um, a multiple pirate factions that you're up against, I know. There's three in the starting system? Yep. 
Um, I think there's a fourth one that shows eventually. I, I don't want to say it's a very shallow game, but there's not. It doesn't get too deep. Like when you see the beginning, you're like, it's this, but more. Which is yeah, where I played, I've, and that's why I said like, okay, I, I've seen enough of this, and I didn't. Re- I mean, I still played from time to time, but I wasn't like. I need to finish this. It's like, no, I know what this game is. <laughs> I I enjoyed it though. I thought it was pretty fun. I would I would definitely recommend it. I'm not sure about you. Um, I mean, I am not a person to be a <laughs> to be someone to listen to if you're going to talk about a game that that happens in space. It's already kind of like eh, for me. <laughs> I mean, I like Star Wars. But that's about it. Like, I think the only game that, that, that is set in space that I've ever been like, yeah, I, I'm down. I'm down to. I'm down to do this regardless. It was the original Rogue Squadron. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, I don't know. It's just like it's. it's I, little little bit about Fortwan here. My dad's a Trekkie, and I hate Star Trek. And I would Aww. watch like run reruns and reruns and reruns of Star Trek all the time, and oh, Star no. Trek is goofy. It is so goofy, and it's not saying like oh Star Wars is better than Star Trek because I like Star Wars. I'm just saying it's like it's not my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea of like let's go into the Great Frontier and just make shit up. <laughs> 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 like it feels like every space show just like we're sci-fi. Well. Take the sigh out, and you're probably about <laughs> probably good. <laughs> just I don't know. It's, it, they seem to break their own rules a lot for me uh, in, yeah. in, in that setting, which is fine for people. But like for me, I mean, I like monsters, and like aliens could be considered monsters. But a lot of times, aliens are like they always speak English and they know how to talk to you, and they're like. They just look weird and have this, like, one habit. I've I've never really found, like, a spacefaring race in any game or, you know, media to really be that fleshed out of a a race, aside from maybe the Klingons. (laughs) So we should absolutely play uh, Starfinder together sometime. (laughs) Uh, Uh, We'll see. Now, there is a space game I do like, which is uh, Faster Than Light. Ah, I'm surprised. I thought you would hate roguelikes. I'm uh, I'm middle of the road on on roguelikes. <laughs> I also like uh, Darkest Dungeon. So okay, there's there's that. Um, going back to Rebel Galaxy for a moment because we're gonna we're gonna do some more talking as well about this. But uh, mm-hmm. I would recommend it just because. And the reason I want to go back is just because there's not much more to talk about. It's a pretty simple game, honestly. Yeah, I thought it was fun. If you like making your own story and figuring out what you want to do by yourself, and if you really like space, which by the way, the the default soundtrack, it's pretty good. But the yeah, yeah, actually, I never changed it. The developers figured you might get bored of it, and they actually put in a system so you can set up your own soundtrack. And it's not just you know, oh, mute mute the game music and just put on Pandora in the background. They actually have a file structure set up so. You can drop whatever music you want into these certain for- folders that are organized, and it'll yep. put them in the game in appropriate context. So you'll get in a battle, and the game you chose that plays during battles will like fade into playing, and then you have your idle music and your station music, and oh, all these. Oh man! Yeah, they made it really customizable, so it's not just 
oh, there's music now that you have. It's actually like customized your setting. I uh, would have so put if I had a million dollars on during battle. <laughs> um, then I, I might I, survive. <laughs> I would put on uh, my suggestion is a lot of uh, F Zero, uh, Star Fox, Metroid music. If you want to embrace the more Western mourn, absolutely put on some Johnny Cash or, uh, um, oh crap, the, the, any of the music from The Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Is it bad that I basically know no Johnny Cash songs? Uh, you know Ring of Fire, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I do. I know that. There you okay. go. <laughs> I can't um, tell you anything else. <laughs> yeah, but just any of those like westerny stuff or just spacey stuff. Um, Cowboy Bebop soundtrack obviously also works. But I'm really glad they put that in because people who do like this genre are going to put a lot of time into this. I think. Um, right. I I would recommend it. I would recommend reading up on it first, just to stop yourself from doing something that you may not like, like that may not benefit you. Um, to anybody who is going to play this right after we, we finish talking about this, um, there are seven factions in total, and some of them are worth, like, trying to trying to make them your friends. Obviously, like, generally, yeah, space police is probably good to have your be them be your friends, uh, and some of them, like, if you become friends, you can join their people and you can start docking in their. You can start docking in their, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Space station? Yeah, you can start docking their stations. Like, the pirates have a space stations that you can go dock in, and they have unique ships that you can buy there. Can you blow them up? Uh, I don't think you can permanently blow up their spaceship stations, but you can absolutely wreck all the ships around them and wreck their turrets. <laughs> and actually, I believe that'll, oh. that'll cause them to fall under control of somebody else, too. Because... The space stations can gain, be gain and lose controls. Oh, okay. That said, to, my my big piece of advice to those who are picking up this: don't don't bother with the Corian outsiders. They suck. You don't get anything good from them. They're all jerks. Screw them. <laughs> <laughs> like no, but no bias. No, <laughs> no bias. They're just terrible people. <laughs> um, but. The Mercenaries Guild, obviously, they're, they're mercenaries. They offer unique equipment, and they offer four different unique ships. Same thing with the Merchants Guild, except more unique equipment, and they have six ships, which they're merchants. You're going to be getting a lot of ships with huge hull spaces. And then uh, mm-hmm. the Militia and the Red Devil Cartel, actually, are the other two. The Militia is, you know... Yeah, the Red Devil Cartel is probably the most used pirates in the beginning area. Which is weird, because those are also the only ones you can become friends with. Um, but you can get some nice ships from them. You can get some real nice ships from them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, you Evil be... for power. That's, that's not a trope. Oh, of course. Uh, one of their... Uh, let me see if I can find it real quick, because it was actually really cool. Um, yeah. The, the the exclusive sets are called the Arcturus and the Sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, the names. Uh, the Arcturus is you know a big slow destroyer. It's got okay hull and stuff, but the Arc or the Sorcerer 
It's a dreadnought class ship. 14 broadsides, 12 turrets. 12 turrets. <laughs> and it costs 13 million credits. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. Have fun with that. Oh yeah, man. If you I never kill breached 50,000. <laughs> so it keeps going and obviously the, the ships start uh, the, 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 the more power you get the more powerful quests you can take which means the more quests the more money you get from your quests um, kind of like okay. to tell you and, our, and everybody else in the very first um, solar system the starting solar system uh, I was getting quests that were given 10,000 per quest Nice. Uh, so you can you can start racking up money pretty quick, and it just helps you get more money, which lets you buy better ships that get you more money. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I still want to talk about some other things this episode. But I think for act- actually for Rebel Galaxy itself, that's pretty much all we had. It's a pretty simple game. If you like it, you will. If you don't like it, you won't. Um, I will say I have one more complaint. Oh, and, what's this? And this is just with sci-fi. Doing warp speed in general. Uh oh. Why the heck do these ships shake? In space? Yeah. I'm gonna. I. I. My. My explanation is that maybe warp the technology engine. is really bad. Yeah, maybe the engine, but it's like, wow, we're, it's a really bumpy ride, and it's like, I mean, it's not like you're going down the road very fast or something. There's no resistance. Yeah. Well, my thing is that you're like, it's not only the engine, but also like the shaking is your ship trying to hold itself together instead of getting ripped apart by this, you know, the warp. What? But there's no resistance to cause that. Well, that's the whole thing is just um, it depends on what genre of sci-fi you subscribe to, because there's some where there's no resistance in space (laughs) well it's 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 how warp technology works a lot of it's that you're moving the universe versus moving yourself yeah yeah you're slipping between molecules and stuff and it's it's less that there's resistance it's more the ship has to hold itself together otherwise it'll just explode from having its molecules being moved so quickly and okay that's a better explanation than like the just the general like it's just going fast. It's like what? it doesn't make sense to me. If you put your hand out the window, you can make it fly up and down. <laughs> <laughs> You'll die. You'll get sucked down to space. That's what happens. You put your hand out the window. You better hope your stump clogs the hole. <laughs> so I I liked it. I. I I'm still gonna keep playing it because I want to see the end game. I saw a video of somebody doing end game, and holy cow, <laughs> you thought turrets ripped things up before? Yeah. Ooh. Um. But uh, it seems like uh, I had an actual um, number for this. I'm gonna look it up real quick uh, so we can cut. We can figure this out real quick. Um, Sorry for the uh, typing. We can always turn this off. Um, there we go. So, you said you put about 20 hours into it. Uh, yeah. There's a wonderful website that I use for a lot of things, and everybody should check it out. It's called howlongtobeat.com. Um, it seems like, on average, Rebel Galaxy takes about 20 hours to beat the main story. Okay. Yeah, and I wasn't... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. I wasn't being efficient. <laughs> uh, 31 hours to get the main and extras, and apparently completionist. I'm assuming by completionist they mean all the trophies. 51 hours. Okay. Which... I I just <laughs> looked at my profile uh, of like how long I took to play this. It wasn't 20 hours. It just felt like 20 hours. Aww. It was three hours and 23 minutes. <laughs> Jeez, I've, only, I've, I've played a total of 15 hours, but oh I've also restarted gosh. twice, and I've, I've been messing around a lot. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought it was like 20 hours. and I'm like, <laughs> no. You, no, you barely played in. at all. <laughs> I, you, you owe me more hours, sir. You had like okay. three weeks. <laughs> hey, I, I had things going on. <laughs> I, I know. You know what? Maybe we can do some uh, follow-up, like a follow-ups later on. Be like, hey, you know. Hey, since guess we what? Did our, since Fortune we did our episode. actually played the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like <laughs> twice now you've had this You've had this happen, like with Warframe. It's like, oh, yeah, I didn't get past Mercury. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. I actually enjoyed it once we played together. Okay. I mean, but yeah. that's what we should do then. We should... Uh, we should do a follow-up episode, I think, and uh, basically be like, you know, now, hey, since we did our episode, we went back and played it, and here's what we really thought. Uh, I'd be I'd be interested in, in seeing that. Um, okay. Yeah, it's not like I'm deleting my save or anything. But yeah, so 20 hours, and if you guys want to tell us how you liked it, feel free to do so. I think it'd be fun. Um I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if this is a good uh, good way to ju- judge a game or if this sounds like... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Or if this sounds like criticism of the game. But you can absolutely play this game on one monitor and have Netflix up on the other, which is what That's I did quite a bit. what I was doing, yeah. <laughs> Although, in, in the spirit of, of, of being more accommodating to everyone's interests, I did watch an anime which requires me to read, so I don't watch, I don't play anything while I'm reading it. Mm. Um, which was One Punch, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. Made it. I cracked up laughing so many times. Oh yeah. So we don't always have to talk about. Uh, what's the like, word I'm talking about? We don't. We're not always gonna be talking about just the game of the month because. Something else I want to discuss is um, just kind of with you, so people know what type of gamers we are. What's our actual like preferred games? Like, what type of game do you like? Um, example: Now we know Forshawn doesn't like space so much, <laughs> <laughs> which I now realize both games I've had him play are uh, heavily space. Yeah. Space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, luckily. Uh, there's the next game we're gonna be playing will not be a space related game. No, uh, do you, do you want to get that out of the way or wait till the end? Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and say it now, I guess, because it'll so, also kind of. If you have a Switch, we're playing Octopath Traveler. Woo! Um, both of us have never played the game before because it came out very recently. It was like a week ago. Yeah, I absolutely haven't already started the save file. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I already started it. <laughs> I've got five characters. I'm going to finish that game. I actually really like it so far. Um, But yeah, we're going to be playing that and talking about it. My goal is to actually finish the game, uh, which is, for me, completing all eight people's stories. Um, 
I have heard that there is actually a special thing that happens if you complete all eight person stories. Right. Um, no one's found out what that is yet. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a secret that, that, like, that impresses no me, by the way, out. because that yeah. means this game is actually a decently long game. Yeah. Because <laughs> generally so, people people burn through games really fast. Yeah, it, even multiplayer <laughs> games, I'm like one and done in a month, typically. Aside from Monster Hunter, right? So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what we're going to be playing. Uh, play along with us, or just listen to us uh, chat about it. I promise I'll be playing this one a lot more than Rebel Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually be streaming more Rebel Galaxy when this goes up. We'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. maybe talk to do the Twitters and let people know. We'll see. Um, uh, so... Uh, I guess I'll start out talking about the games I typically like. Um, now, Ooh, I I always I actually have a, I had questions prepared for this. Sure. So similar to our the you know the hunters hub, I have three questions for finding out what type of gamer you are instead of finding out what type oh. of hunter you are. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So the first question: What are your top three games? That's literally what I was gonna say. So All my right. top three games, and I always <laughs> I always do it in series. Right, um, because right. The, yeah, I'm not gonna make you be like Final Fantasy eight, seven. Right. <laughs> no. Um, so my favorite series are number one Monster Hunter. I think a lot of people know that we're the Hunters Hub. I do a weekly podcast on Monster Hunter. Um, I have enough to talk about that game, even if I haven't been playing it all that much lately. Um, number two is got to be Diablo. I love the Diablo series. Um, I think I'm gonna try to have us play Diablo one once (laughs) if you've never played it it's a trip (laughs) um uh so diablo series is my number two and number three is doom uh and that includes both the new and the old stuff so yay so i kind of span multiple genres and you know the hunting genre which is in its own self more like an action rpg um uh, I mean, I guess you could call Diablo an action RPG, but then the other one is an FPS. So, hmm. Okay. Yay! What about you, Toaster? Uh, oh, I thought we were gonna do one at a time, but yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Um. So let me find it real quick. Uh, my number one game of all time. I'm not gonna do series, is because I don't know. I can't do that so much. Number one game of all time: Final Fantasy Tactics for the PlayStation One. I love awesome this game. game. I agree. Awesome. I have put so many hours in this game. I've done challenge runs. I love the, I love the graphics. I love the effects they use. I love the, I love the soundtrack. My God, if you want to talk it's about just... a great, exhilarating soundtrack that makes you feel into a fight, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> it is good, really yeah. good. Don't like the sequels as much, but I think part of it's because. Oh, the ones where you're in the snow throwing rocks at each other for a tutorial? Yeah. That's <laughs> My issue was um, they lacked the other thing that I liked about Final Fantasy Tactics, and it was a real storyline. Like, a lot of Final Fantasy storylines are very fantasy. Even the times when they're serious, they're still kind of fantasy, you know? Oh, um, like Final Fantasy VIII? I, I, I have many things to say about VIII. But I don't want to have I that hour-long discussion <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, I hate eight so much. Um, but I love tactics storyline because it's very real. Um, if anybody of you are major history buffs, I think Four Chan's one. Um, 
you may know about or heard about the War of the Roses. Mm-hmm. Um, that is hardcore what Final Fantasy Tactics is. Hard, just, yeah, it's, it's just the War of the Roses, yeah. but with church corruption, possibly gods not being real, but uh, being very real, just not understood. Zodiacs, the Zodiac yeah. symbol, dude. I will. I kid you not. I was super into horoscopes because of this game in middle school. It's super into them. It's such a good game series, and it has a lot of unnecessary things. Like, well, first to finish off the storyline, yeah. So church corruption, uh, people trying to take the throne, um, people pushing their personal agendas, and then a little bit of uh, a little bit of de- not demonic corruption in the background. And it's so good because it's all not shoved in your face a lot of what's going on is very behind the scenes you're you're not playing as the person you know oh making decisions like oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna do go after this kingdom because they know you're behind the scenes trying to take care of you know real world ending shit while political drama goes on around you right and it's great because you're not actually like the savior hero you're just kind of a guy who wants to do the best that you can to help out the world sure yeah it's true and uh it's great and then meanwhile you have final fantasy tactics advance where the storyline is you get sucked into a book and yeah i just stopped get, there it's just uh, bad i, I <laughs> do want i do want to say this is i know it's tangent from the question i hate the main character from tactics advance because the I hate whole the main thing character is, of a lot of games <laughs> you get the whole thing is you get you and your friends that both you and your friends and your your brother I'll have something wrong with you, like wrong with them, or at least they think there's something wrong with them. And oh. they get sucked into the book and sucked into the world of Final Fantasy. And all the problems are go away. <laughs> like, everybody's happier in the world of Final Fantasy. Magic exists. Things are good. And your character's goal is, I want to undo all that and make people go back to the real world. I want my brother to be crippled again. I want my best friend to have her shitty hair again. And I want my other friend to go back to having not a mom. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! You're a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so, magic. Get rid of that shit too. We don't need that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Goodbye, giant chocobos. Warp. <laughs> oh, what's um, that? Moogles? No, we don't need those. <laughs> so, what's your number two? Um, so number two is a little bit of a hard one, mostly because of the amount of games I've played. I I played a lot of games. I own. A lot of games. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying I'm stalling here, but it's hard because I I haven't I don't have a hard one two and things like that. Um, Cue it up again, Alex Trebek. Do do do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say probably. Uh, I don't want to say Dota two, but probably Dota two. Um, oh wow! Okay, I was a huge if, league player for a long time. If you league is that. pretty high up there. But yeah. I have a lot of negative memories associated as well. And if you look at my gameplay on uh, on Steam, you'll see like, oh, 300 hours in this, 400 hours in this. Number two slot for most time played is Warframe with 590 hours. And then number one is Dota with 1,180 hours. Get on my Monster a- Hunter 1 level. <laughs> Two thousand five hundred. There's a significant. There's a significant difference there, right? <laughs> um, but I, I really like Dota Two because I like the visuals. I like the the effort that gets put into it, and I think it's just fun. Like 
there's times when you get salty because it's it's uh it's a MOBA, you know. You're always gonna have like angry team members and get frustrated because of RNG or whatever you perceive is not your fault, but it's really your fault. Um, right. And also, they have my favorite character in any multiplayer game ever or any MOBA ever. His name is Rubik, and his ultimate is you click on the person, and the last spell they used, you just get a copy of it, and you get to use it until <laughs> until you die. Or it goes away after like two minutes. But that includes their ultimates. That includes things that exclusively like model-wise can only be used by another player. Like, he's just this fun and silly character. Like an example, there's a character named Bat Rider. Who, it's a guy who rides a bat. And, <laughs> yeah. And one of his abilities is he, he, he like starts dropping fire and rides around in his bat. If you steal that spell, you'd be like, oh, well, Rubik can't do that because he can't fly. And, you know, he can't fly and he's, he doesn't have a bat. He has a custom animation for every spell in the entire game. Oh, to include nice. hopping up on his broom and riding it around in the sky while doing a yeehaw motion. That's <laughs> hilarious. Like, he's just a fun, silly character. Nice. I, I mean, I didn't have uh, any experience with that game, but I, I'm, I'm a toss-up between Hecarim and Skarner in League. And, like, no one likes to play Skarner, but it's so fun to kidnap people and then <laughs> just drag him into um, a bush where your whole team beats him up. <laughs> it, it's weird that you mentioned that one because uh, Bat, one of Batrider's abilities is that it's a lasso that you grab somebody and then you turn on your flying thing so you can just fly through the unpassable terrain and uh, take him with you. <laughs> <laughs> Come with going... me on an adventure. <laughs> Oh, uh, nice. it's it's silly. Um, as for so, third game, though, third game is very difficult because there's a lot of a lot of good games. Right. Um, I could say some, some stuff like Bioshock Infinite is great. I enjoyed the hell out of that game. Or is like, that your number three? Or no, it's not. I'm saying I could say that, but there's you're a lot cheating. of time I spent on a lot of things like you're Gmod. Cheating. I spent a ton of time on Gmod, but that's not it. I'm gonna do like you and name a series as my third one. Okay. Um, the Pokemon series. I have spent solid so much time on the Pokemon series. I it was I think actually a lot the of first. Us have. It was the first game I actually owned. Like I had like the Disney oh, Adventure, God. the Disney Adventure CD-ROMs for Windows ninety five <laughs> and stuff like that. But those, you know, those weren't my games. Those were just games that like were on my dad's computer, and he had gotten I, them from. I don't even remember because that's when I was like five. <laughs> I mean, I got, I was four when I got Mario three, so, and then, yeah, uh, that was my first game I owned. I never owned a console because my dad wouldn't buy me one for me. And then my biological mom, she got me my purple Game Boy Color and a copy of Pokemon Blue, which nice. both of those are still sitting in this apartment. Twenty two, nice. twenty three years later. And yeah, I have no idea where my Game Boy Pocket is. It started a really great and long-lasting, like, game series that I've loved. I've spent so much time on it. Of course, like most people, I kind of had a fallout near Black and White where just, like, other games took over and kind of got a little bored of it. But then the new ones came back. Black and White is when I got back into it. (laughs) I dropped Uh, off after second gen. But then things got, like, great. Now we have, I don't know if you've played the new ones, uh, you have uh, the Kalos region, I think is what it was called, which took place in France. And uh, 
it is it was like the middle of the island of course was like the the eiffel tower and now you have x or you had x or sorry x and y were the france ones um yeah but then you yeah, have I, uh sun I did and black moon. white x y and sun and moon yeah in sun and moon where it's in hawaii which i sp- i lived for three years and it was wonderful <laughs> and nice. so pokemon's brought me a lot of fun and a lot of joy and even some of the spin-off games for Pokemon are great. Like I love the stadium games. Um, I used to. I I got very mad when you basically were. Oh, it's just the same fight in 3D. Oh yeah, I I, I do admit I, I miss the old stadium games. Um, I have always. Have you played? Have you played Pokin tournament? Yeah, that's intense. Dude, I wish. I've wished since I was a kid, and they told told us about N64. Uh, getting Pokemon Stadium. That is what I envisioned Pokemon Stadium being, was what <laughs> Pokemon was. And it was simple, because you have four moves, right? And you have these four yellow buttons on an N64. <laughs> I always just wanted Smash Bros., but with Pokemon. <laughs> Exclusively Pokemon. Oh, okay. But yeah, I those can, are, I can see that, too. Those are my favorite three, and all their spinners have brought me, brought me great joy, too. Like, I'm currently playing through uh, Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon, which... The Mystery Dungeon series has been a long-running series outside of Pokemon as well. Like, it's not just Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Mystery Dungeon has just been a, a series. Mm. And Pokemon just kind of got put on it, like, duct-taped onto it. And then it, tuck, it yeah. took off, so they just kept making them. <laughs> right. I think I had the first ones that were Pokemon. And then, uh, for those who, who are looking for a game like this, it's a roguelike with Pokemon. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now it has every single Pokemon in the entirety of the franchise, uh, excluding no excluding Sun and Moon, because it came out before Sun and Moon. But and you can get no thanks. every single Pokemon. No thanks. <laughs> That's too much. I know. I just some people are like that. So yeah. and so it's not like you have to trade or anything, which is the big thing for me. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a fun awesome. game series. Uh, that was that question. I don't know if we want to go do the other questions too real quick because we're getting. We can do another one, I think. Okay. Um, What what are the other two? uh, The second one was going to be, what game do you think you've spent the most time on? Which was going to be a super fast answer for Fortran. Yeah, Monster Hunter 1. Yep. No. (laughs) No, Doom 2. Doom 2. Yeah. uh, I probably have broken... I've probably broken the 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 ten thousand mark on that game because well because I've been playing it since I was six <laughs> or seven and I replay it uh, the main campaign every year uh, I it's just like a thing I do and I still constantly play this game with mods like whenever I'm just bored I play it is your that. game <laughs> it, yeah that's what I do so. I probably I, there's no way to track it because it, I don't I do, I don't play it through Steam or anything. I play it literally just on a file browser. I actually have it, right here in my hand. It's sitting right here on the desk um, a flash drive that has probably over a good 600 hours of Doom content on it with all the mods wow. and stuff. And I keep this. I've had this for many years. Uh, I bought this and I bought this in college, which was like 2007. So yeah, it's. Yeah, anytime like I, this thing will load up on secured laptops because <laughs> it's just a file. It's not like an installer or anything. It can run Doom off of this flash drive and never have to go on the computer. So, 
But yeah, you Monster <laughs> Hunter One is up there too, over two thousand hours. Um, I'm gonna say mine is either Dota Two at mm-hmm. one thousand, or unfortunately one I can't measure because they don't. Thank God, by the way, I'm gonna point this out there. I'm really happy that they don't let us see the stat anywhere. Um, World of Warcraft. Warcraft. Oh well, huh. no, they do, <sighs> dude. There is a function to do that. Yeah, well, you can type slash played in the game, but it only shows that for that character. And that doesn't oh. include deleted characters, and it has some glitches where if you transfer a character, sometimes it doesn't transfer. The t- Either way, oh. there's no way to tell you how much time you've spent total in World of Warcraft. Thank God. <laughs> well, I know that there was a coworker of mine. He no longer plays it. I just talked to him a couple days ago. Um, he uh, he was. I worked with him. Uh, gosh, uh, I want to say I left that place in 2015. Yeah, um, no, 2014, I think, maybe. Um, I worked there for three years, but this guy, he played WoW the whole time. He kept playing WoW. He did that logging time. He had over a year on one character. Yeah. Over an actual year. Mm-hmm. He had 368 days or something like that. He was like, ah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's bad, man, but like... I won't say it wasn't time I enjoyed though, because like, or I didn't enjoy, because I, I liked it. Like World of Warcraft is honestly fun. It's still fun to me, and actually, I've renewed my subscription because me and a group of friends are going to start playing it in August. And oh boy! That's the reason I kind of got out of it was because I I didn't have a group of friends to play with anymore. But whoops! Now you do. Yeah, I've had a lot of suggestions lately from coworkers being like, "Hey, I play WoW. Do you want to play WoW?" And I'm like, "I'll let you know." <laughs> I don't think I'm going to play WoW. I got out of it in Burning Crusade, and I stayed out since. So that's when I joined. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, oh, that's when I, I joined too. Uh, I joined during Burning Crusade and quit during Burning Crusade. That tells you how much time I committed to that. I did get the max level, and I did do one raid. Fun. No, I did too. I did too. Um, so, what's the third question then? Last question is: What games do you like not like? What is your like really? You do not like this game at all. It doesn't have to be specifically like, um, fuck Modern Warfare Three Advanced Gold Edition. No, just like, do you really hate shooters? Do you not like space games? Do you like? Is there any just specific genre or type of game or specific game that you just you really hate? Like you do I, not I ever want to play this, this game to a couple games that I've mentioned these before, but um, I'm a big guy about endings. Uh, hmm. So I'm just gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna ruffle some feathers here. And, and I'm just gonna name a developer because everything they put out that I played, I end up just souring on so bad. Holy cow. And it's right. Rockstar Games. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Um, Red Dead well, I mean, Redemption. I know, I know. You said you didn't want to play any of those for this series, but yeah, uh, I don't like cowboys, and that's a huge thing for me. Just because me being raised as a Native American, I'm not really fond of the whole "Hey, let's 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 glorify essentially people killing a race." Um, I don't, you know, I don't like that. But I liked John Marston. Then they killed him, and I had to play his whiny little son for the last 10% of that game. 
I like I just forced my way through it. Um, oh. And there's, and By there's the way, uh, in case anybody other... forgot, we do spoilers here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spoilers for Red Dead Redemption. It's like a ten-year-old game. Sorry. Uh, uh, there's um. Then the other one is uh, crap. It just came out on Switch too, and everyone's like, "Oh, I finally going to play this game." Skyrim. <laughs> no, by Rockstar, the the Detective Cole, Detective Cole. Oh LNR. crap! LNR. Really? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. It was so awesome. And then Detective Cole turned out just to be a total dillweed. I was just like, why can we not make a story about a good guy in Rockstar games? Why does everyone have to be this so fatally flawed person? Please? <laughs> like, there's there are good people in the world. You could have done that. He could have been the straight edge guy, but no, no. Um, yeah, his, his descent into whatever he was was just awful for me because I really liked him and then I really didn't um, and then the ending of the game was so anticlimactic and that kind of thing which I won't I mean you know I'm going to spoil it because I don't care if you've played it or not it's it also sucks. it's also a 10 year old game so go ahead <laughs> well I mean people just got it on switch like last year but oh yeah he dies because a bunch of rushing water sweeps him away in a sewer like the most anticlimactic like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. That's amazing. It's just like dumb. He just it's like fucking nice. Oh, and he was such a bad person at the end. He was cheating on his wife. He was like, oh my gosh, it was just so bad. Uh, it's just like, uh, can I just not? Uh, uh, and I have one more honorable mention: Borderlands. I can't really? stand that game. Oh man, I played it by myself was the problem, right? I like the concept because it's like it's like Diablo with guns, and I was like, okay, I can get into this. And then it's like, it felt super grindy, and I hate the fact that people respawn. So you go into an area and come back like, oh, here's the same jerk with TNT strapped to his chest that's gonna take half my health if I don't shoot him quick enough. Oh, and here's the same jerk in a cannon way off in the distance that I gotta kill with my rocket launcher. It was just hmm. really grindy and really samey by myself. And then, and then I get to the final boss, and uh, um, more spoilers. He's a giant tentacle monster thing, but he wraps two of the tentacles around these stalagmites in front of the cave or whatever. I literally just stood in front of the stalagmite and punched him to death. Because <laughs> I, I was just hitting how him. Bad he was. Yeah. Just the tentacle was there. It was like I tried fighting him like legit. Like oh man, this is a tough fight. I'm gonna go over here and heal. And I was like. Wait a minute. That the, the arm's there, and I shot it, and it did damage. And I'm like, I just stood there for like a good 10 seconds, and nothing happened. And I was like, I punched it, did damage. And I just held in the punch button. It took me like 15 minutes that way, but I beat the game, and that totally soured the experience for me. <laughs> I was like, this, this is dumb. I hate it. I'm out. <laughs> so, I, yeah. That yeah, it's it's a lot of the games are like spoiled endings for me, really. Hmm. Um, but what about you? Um, I don't like. I I know it's kind of finally dying. Thank you, it's finally dying. I don't like the survival, the oh, okay. survival crafty games. It was cool when when Minecraft did it. It was cool when Terraria did it because I put fucking 300 hours into Terraria because I love that goddamn game. Mm -hmm. But like Rust, The Island, um, any of these 
free to play. Is it free to play? Yeah, most of them are. Or, or no, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? We haven't finished the game, but give us money already. Early access. Yeah, all these early access, just cheaply made, or worse, just um. Oh no, I don't Arma Arma mod ripoffs. Right. That are we made the full games. And it's just I hate it. I hate them all. They're boring. They're the exact same type of thing. And all my friends love them and they keep begging me to play it with them. And I'm like, no, I'm not buying this game for you to play for five hours and then get bored. Uh, Ark, <laughs> Ark, it's survival involved. Uh, evolved is a big one that a lot of people try to get me into and I never played. Um, I will say I have never played anything in this genre ever. Not even Minecraft. Um, I like Terraria mostly because I like um, it's more 2D and it's fun. Yeah. Base building. But like, uh, yeah, H one Z one. No, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say I know it's not in that same thing. But um, anything that is basically jumping on the bandwagon type of style of games, like Fortnite. W- no, actually, here's the thing. I love Fortnite, but mm. it's because they made their own changes and they made it like their game. Okay. All PUBG is is just a mod that from Arma 2 that has its own title and doesn't require Arma 2 to run. That's it. They didn't change really much anything in it. They The graphics are the same. The engine's pretty much the same. Nothing's different. Hmm. And then Fortnite comes along with lots of colors and random weapon drops. And they have this kind of overarching storyline where things kind of keep changing. Uh, every season to season and a place that was a well, one example is a place that was a giant f- crater with fuck all in it uh, now has become this really thick forest that has a fort inside that's really hard to attack but if you get there in time you can defend it really easily and it's kind of fun and as the building aspect and a lot of stuff they just tried to do to make it their own game right? versus you know, people were doing Hunger Games mods in Minecraft since day one, and you know, <laughs> that's it's not like Battle Royale is a brand new ultra title that was a, a new experience. Yeah, but it's the fact that these people have made it their own, and I hate to say that cosmetics are a good thing in this case, but cosmetics are a great thing because it actually separates it. So instead right. of just having soldier person with AK-47 they found on the ground. It's this dude who has this cool hat and a ninja sword found this uh, purple quality rifle on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah, they, they made it more gamey, which is yeah. why I like... This is why... Which is why I like the Call of Duty series as far as shooters. They make it more arcadey versus Battlefield. Yeah, and I don't... Like, I, I like the Realism and me are not friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... um, I do want to mention one thing um, yeah. bef- before <laughs> before we end here. You, you mentioned like all oh, the Hunger Games style uh, of games, right? Right. The reason why I never got into that whole Hunger Games idea, idea, I hate that movie. It is one of the worst movies to me. It is it is up there with Twilight Two that I reviewed. Like- I'm going to make fun of one of our listeners who's probably going to say this. Uh, but actually, it was a book first before it was a movie. We we know. <laughs> we know. Well, I, I I got I got it. I got it. 
Um, yeah, but the problem the problem is right. There's a traditional arc to storytelling, what? right? Right. And you don't you don't always have to follow that, but it's when you half butted follow it that that really irks me, and that's what this does because it's like there's like the discovery of the problem, then there's the uh, basically attend you know solutions to the problem, the climax, and then the end, right? Right. The whole first movie is the discovery of the problem, which is really hard to say. Yeah, you should have known that like ten seconds into movie. We as an audience know it's bad to put people in an arena and make them fight to death. That's <laughs> bad. That's not good. What? You shouldn't be nah. doing that. And <laughs> like literally the climax of the movie is like her realizing it's bad and they should fight back, and I'm like, Oh my god. Just <laughs> just it's the it's the one of two times I've said, Take my money, I want my money back from going to this movie just kill me and wow. i uh, my my ex was so over the moon about this movie like oh no she read the books um well, she, uh. and she told me all about him in one year out the other like i know she told me everything that happened in those books i have no idea and then i watched the movie and i was like this is just garbage and she was like no i liked it and i'm like okay to each their own uh, well, I guess we'll end it with a rant on Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, now now that we had this big conversation about what we like, people can actually have a uh, a more like understanding of why we say what we say about certain games because we've they know our background a little bit more. And I kind of think we should keep doing this, like have like a small section at the end where we just kind of talk about ourselves a little bit, so people can get more familiar with us. I can we, talk about myself all day. Because we, we we love you people who listen to us. You're nice. You're really yes. nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, thank you guys for listening, or hunters, or however we say it. I'm still figuring this out for the side quest. Stuff. Um, uh, this is Game Hunters. There you go. Game Hunters. Thank you, Game Hunters. Um, this <laughs> is Fortuan. You can find me at Hunters Hub Pod on Twitter. Um, and on the next side quest... Where will you be, Toaster? Uh, you can find me at Toasty Smiles at, on the Twitters. And you can also find me trying to decide which character is the, my best friend and then which is the other two best friends and then which four characters are leaving the dust as I play Octopath. <laughs> I, don't think you could, I don't think you leave them in the dust. I don't know. I haven't got that far yet. But, <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I've already switched out of the Well, it's like um, in, in Final Fantasy style game where you get more, more players than slots for your party you can have your favorites and you can have yeah. people who will never join me ever Sith. Cat. so what was what was your, <laughs> what was your final fantasy except because mine was always cloud and not except okay. on occasion I'd swap out the cloud and not go for uh, my, 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 my,